Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text for today is taken from our Gospel reading from John chapters 15 and 16 with an emphasis on these words. Jesus said, When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears he will speak, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. This is our text, dear brothers and sisters in Christ. Amen. Dear friends, it is good to be here. I well and truly mean that in so many and various ways this Pentecost Sunday. Not many of you will remember this, but I was actually installed here at Faith as pastor, as associate pastor on Pentecost in 2014. And so each year that this day rolls around is a very special day for me personally. But this particular Pentecost Sunday is doubly significant for the obvious reason that after 14 long months of being separated from one another by COVID, as well as the separation from each other physically by our wonderful, frustrating, and necessary parking lot services, it is on this day that we have the opportunity, the option, even for those of you watching at home, to come back into this sanctuary in a pattern of worship which more closely resembles that which we remember from life prior to the pandemic. Though this is indeed true each and every day, and every Pentecost day in particular, we rejoice this day that our God is faithful. We rejoice that he does not forget his church on earth, but is ever with her in all trial and all circumstance. We see this in action in our lectionary readings for this day. I want you to think for a moment from our middle reading from Acts, how the disciples must have felt on that first Pentecost after Jesus' ascension into heaven. They must have been unsure of themselves, uncertain as to what would happen next, and unable to wrap their heads around the monumental task which their Lord and God had laid at their feet, the task of planting his new Christian church on earth. Well, with Jesus no longer physically present to lead them and talk with them as he had done, and with the whole Sanhedrin and the Roman occupation ever watching them like hawks, I can only imagine that they must have felt something like fish out of water. Nevertheless, God is faithful. In the sending of his Holy Spirit, he preserved the apostles in the newborn church, preserving them in the midst of doubters and accusers and naysayers, and adding that day alone 3,000 new baptized believers to their ranks. The church endured because the promises of her Lord are good. Now, fast forward to today, where we gather again, some masked, some unmasked, some sitting at home, some vaccinated, some not, some eager to sing at the top of their lungs while still others are unsure after, the after a year of diligence and caution. Still we see in the sanctuary here at Faith white ropes adorning our pews, reminding us of the necessity of social distancing, reminding us that we're not quite out of the woods yet, 
Upstairs, as you come today, you might see the white tent upstairs, reminding us of the progress that is being made and that there is still much to rejoice over. Perhaps seeing such contrasting images, we might feel a bit like fish out of water. We might feel like those disciples on Pentecost. Perhaps we don't quite yet know how to feel. Maybe like them, we're not sure just what will come next with this monumental task that has been laid at our feet. Retraining ushers and acolytes, elders, deacons, and teachers in this congregation who have been apart for a year. Reestablishing ministry teams, schedules, reintroducing events, celebrations, work days, and visitation. Relaunching fellowship for adults, fellowship for children, fellowship for teenagers, reintroducing ourselves to our neighbors, both those familiar faces and those brand new. Readjusting ourselves to the fact that some members are no longer with us, for they in this past year have made the blessed transfer to the church triumphant, where they now rest in the nearer presence of Jesus awaiting, like us, the resurrection of the flesh on the last day. The gravity of all these things may weigh down heavily upon us this Pentecost Sunday, as it certainly did Peter and the other eleven when they were in the upper room. And yet it was in the gravity of this uncertainty that they did hear the sound of the mighty rushing wind, that they did see the tongues of flame above their heads, that they did speak the words of Jesus Christ to men from every nation in all tribes and in all languages. Dear friends, the church endures today because the promises of her Lord are good. Hear again those promises which Jesus made to the disciples, which were good for them and are good for us. Jesus says, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the Helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. Concerning sin, because they do not believe in me. Concerning righteousness, because I go to the Father and you will see me no longer. Concerning judgment, because the ruler of this world is judged. Hear this, you saints of the Lord. The helper which Christ sends is your helper. The very same spirit which Christ sent upon his apostles that day that the Christian church was born, so he sends him to you. That very same spirit is given you by the waters of your baptism. He comes now in you and through you to convict the world concerning righteousness and judgment. Know that this world, fraught as it is with such trial and difficulty of all kinds, is accountable to this spirit and it will make answer to Christ on the day of his return. Thus do we, his church, remain steadfast in believing. Thus do we trust in this promise which has been made ours in the waters of holy baptism. And so steadfast in believing, we come again together in this holy house on this most high and holy day, the church resilient, the church 
which endures in the face of all obstacles precisely because her Lord's promises are good. Having now received this spirit, may we approach this great task which lies ahead with all joy. For in this spirit and in this labor, we again receive Christ our Lord and his good news of forgiveness, life, and salvation. As he himself declared, When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will declare it to you. The things that are to come, he will glorify me, for he will take what is mine, and he will declare it to you. For Christ is glorified in his church's proclamation. His name is lifted up when we come together in his name. His truth is revealed to all the world when we make confession of his saving grace shown to us upon Calvary's cross, whereon he gave his life freely for all sinners. Dear Christians, lift up your voices this Pentecost day and receive the promise which is yours in baptism. Give witness once more to the spirit of power which dwells so richly within you. Pray, praise, and give thanks without ceasing for Christ desires to make his promises known again to you on this day, even with so many and so great challenges ahead. Rest on the laurels of those saints who came before you and whose witness you now share, for it is their mission which you have inherited. You are numbered alongside Peter and James and John, whose testimony did bring peoples from every tribe and nation to the knowledge of their Redeemer. Yours is the same spirit of truth and of power. Yours is that same testament which endures unto life everlasting. Rejoice that so blessed a heritage has been made yours, a sinner for whom Christ died. Hear him again. Hear his words as he reminds you, using the words of the great prophets of old, In the last days it shall be, declares God, that I will pour out my Spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men's Your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Even on my male servants and female servants in those days, I will pour out my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And I will show wonders in the heavens above, and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the day of the Lord comes, that great and magnificent day. And it shall come to pass that everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Thus, dear friends, we are now saved. Though the sun turn to darkness and the moon to blood, though all the earth itself give way, we call upon the name of the Lord and we are saved indeed. For he has promised and we have seen time and time again that his promises are good. May this promise give us strength and courage to endure. For we have been made members of his body. We have been made inheritors of his promise. And so we are the church resilient. In Jesus' name, amen. 
May the peace of God, which far surpasses all understanding, guard and keep your hearts and minds in this same Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen.